Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, Boomer and Geo coming to you live from the Traveling Built Ford Tough Studio here at the Blue Wire Studios in the Win Las Vegas NBA trade deadline is later on today. Of course, there are some... Super Bowl stories that are popping up as we're getting closer to the game. And uh, we did open up the show talking about, uh, well, us yesterday and the greatest day that we uh, had with the Drew Barrymore show that will be airing uh, a half hour, in less than a half hour, 28 minutes on CBS, CBS. You know, I, we should really just take off the last half hour and just uh, really just simulcast that that program and let Fleegs and Zoo figure out the radio portion of it and just... <laughs> Let's just do that, you know? I'd be all for that. <laughs> yeah, why not, right? Uh, but, uh, but yeah, so that's uh, that's where we're at. I don't believe that we are going to get a big Knicks trade. It doesn't sound like anything is going to happen uh, with a, another big deal. I, I would be honestly shocked if they went out and got uh, a star player or used those first-round picks here at the deadline. I do believe that they will uh, in the offseason and complete the the puzzle, but I think they're going to give once everybody's healthy, Julius Randle, OG Ananobi, Jalen Brunson, this is the team that they're going to go uh, with into the playoffs, see how far they can get. You don't think there's a chance for Bruce Brown? Yeah, but, you know, Bruce Brown, Alec Burks, stuff like that. We've had Alec Burks here before. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's sort of the stuff that you're going to see if if they make any sort of move. But what you're not going to see is Mikhail Bridges you know, LeBron James and Steph Curry. You're not right, seeing I know that. But I'm, you know, the thing that I would worry about is, and again, I know that they are overly optimistic about Julius Randle returning. You know, that that's, you know, we don't really know the severity of that. All we know is that he dislocated his shoulder. We do not know at the moment they're saying no surgery, but that doesn't mean at the end of the season when it's over that there won't be surgery. Right. So that also leads me to believe when he does come back, what kind of player is he going to be? Yeah, I mean, this is the stuff we talk about all the time with uh, Giancarlo Stanton. It's not only him missing all those games, it's that it takes him three weeks to get back into playing shape and uh, being able to hit the ball. So I'm hoping it isn't the, the case with Julius Randle when he comes back from this, but you just can't assume that he's going to hit the ground running and come back from this injury and be the guy that was you know, basically tearing everybody up. You don't, uh, you don't getting think, hurt. You do not think... The Knicks right now are trying to get something done just to add players given the injury situation. Yeah, I mean, like like I said, minor deal. Be minor deal. Something that, you know, will help during this time where they're shorthanded. 
and maybe a guy that can uh, hit a three and play some defense, three and D guy, or they can come off the bench if need be. But no, I don't. It's just not. It's not going to be. They made their big deal. They made their big trade uh, with OG Ananobi and getting rid of Barrett and uh, and quickly. And I, I don't think that you're going to see uh, another one. I mean, it doesn't. It doesn't even really seem like this trade deadline is going to produce much of anything. Seems like it's a seller's market this time around. Yeah. 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 Very much so. I mean, and last year I always talk about it. That was a, I mean, that trade that deadline last year was crazy, nuts. Which is great for the league. It's great for the interest, and it's great for the teams that are actually going for something. I can also say the same thing about the NHL trade deadline. Yeah, you know, yep. that's uh, I, that's going to be active. There's no question. It's already been active. There have already been a couple of major trades that the Rangers or the Islanders or the Devils have not been involved in. So it'll be interesting to see whether or not one of these three teams can fortify their roster and bring in the guys that they feel like they need. I think I think most Ranger fans believe we need a, a number one right wing because uh Capococco has not flourished there. What about I, trading him? I well he could be in a trade. You never know. I think most Ranger fans think we need a third line center that can also be a penalty killer. Um and I think if you added two guys like that, I think everybody would be happy um be, and and stick with everything else that's going on. And, but the, the question is, you know, what assets are you going after and what assets are you giving up? Yeah, I mean, and that's something that the NFL has gotten involved in in the last couple of years. They never used to have any juice around the trade deadline, ever. It was barely any trades. And now it's it's another one of those things that the NFL Network has a live show when it's going on because anything is possible. And don't you feel like uh, it all started with Major League Baseball? It's Major oh, sure, League Baseball yeah. every year there would be major trades and there would be major interest by all the, the teams that were going for it. Yeah. And now you know, the rest of these leagues have finally figured that out. I mean, you know, for me, trade deadline in the, in the NHL, man, you got the NHL network on, you're watching, especially, you know, when they're, and usually the teams are very active. Yeah. So it's a, is it 3 p.m. Eastern is the trade deadline? So it's new. Is it noon out here? Is that what it is? I think so. I think it's 3 p.m. Eastern and noon out here. So that'll be that's uh, that's tremendous. I love when everything's so much earlier. It's an eight o'clock starts a five o'clock start. Yeah, yeah. Well, best. the great thing is, you know, you get a four o'clock Ranger game in the afternoon. Oh my goodness! And then you get all the scores that you need from the East Coast by eight o'clock. That's uh, unbelievable. It's just, I mean, the the stuff we, especially for what we do. I know I'm just we're on from three to seven here, but if it was like a regular, like six to ten out here, and you get all those East Coast games that are done at seven o'clock, that is a dream. That's a dream come true. It is a dream come true. Uh, I wanted to give you this story because I thought that this was uh, this was really interesting. This is from Oklahoma uh, a couple days ago. Uh, in a historic decision, a jury in Muskegee County District Court, Oklahoma, has delivered a $25 million verdict in favor of Scott Sapula, a former assistant football coach, against the Oklahoma newspaper, the state's largest paper owned by Gannett County. Uh, so there was a tape of someone making racist comments directed to the high school girls basketball team during a national anthem kneeling situation. So Matt Rowan, who is the play-by-play announcer responsible for broadcasting the tournament game, he was the one who ended up, he was the guy who said all this stuff and it ended up on a hot mic. The Oklahoman put this guy Scott Sapula's name as the person who did it. Not good. In the newspaper. So he won five million in compensatory compensatory damages and an additional 
20 million in punitive damages. Defamation. $25 million. Yeah, well, these juries tend to be uh, very generous. Yeah. I mean, I know, obviously, I mean, being your name being in a, a huge newspaper in that state saying that you went on this racist rant is a, is a horrible thing. And he probably had very good lawyers that were arguing his case and yeah. saying how, you know, this is not just a case of misidentification. This is an actual defamation case. Oh, yeah. And and the jury found in his favor, for sure. And, you know, I'm, I'm hoping, hoping that, you know, when that jury does find in his favor, that that's really what he's looking for. I mean, the money's great and everything else, but he wants to make sure that his name is cleared. Oh, yeah, which, I mean, <laughs> I think at this point it probably is because this was a, ended up being a national story. But you think, like, the, the, what could be one of the worst moments of your life being tied to that, and everybody thinking that you're someone that you're not saying these horrible things, then turned into the greatest moment in his life yep. because he got $25 million. <laughs> yes, and the amazing thing about all of that is that I don't know how long this jury, I mean, uh, how long this trial took to get to where it got to, where he was ultimately found... Uh, you know, they found in favor of him, but for the time that he spent his own life and how it was affected. Oh yeah. You know, and now he probably lost a job. He probably was excommunicated. I mean, you can just imagine the things that he was going through personally. Sure. Probably. I mean, I mean, $25 million will make you feel a lot better about it. But yes, during that time, not knowing he was going to be awarded this and everybody thinks that he is because the paper said it thinks that he's he's this horrible person who said these things is is, is rough but yeah I, I mean i couldn't uh I, I could not believe that i mean this is another one of these things too where like you know no matter where you are no matter what you're doing and you're around a microphone you push that microphone away from you because you never know when the thing is going to uh is going to be on uh so uh so yeah interesting story so all right i wanted to ask you because when we went up to uh summer club yesterday and I saw Dean Spanos, the the owner of of the Chargers. Yes. And when we started talking Harbaugh, and I told him that I saw his team in the Super Bowl in, in two years. Yeah, he kind of lit up. He did. So that was the right thing to do? Yeah, I think it was the right thing to do. You were very kind and very nice. And Is that a suck-up spot? Uh, well, look, you. how many NFL owners have you met? Uh, John Mara? Yeah. Woody Johnson? I met Christopher Johnson, not okay. Woody. Okay. Uh, I think How about the Wilfs? Any of the Wilfs? Bob Kraft. Bob Kraft. I have not met the Wilfs. Met Bob Kraft. I think that's it. And now Dean Spanos. And Dean Spanos, yeah. The owner of the Chargers, yes. Yeah. So I thought that you handled yourself with a plum. Okay, good. And you uh, were very professional, very nice. All right. Usually in a, in a situation like that, people don't like to be bothered because it's a private club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. But uh, it... Dean Spanos' buddy recognized me because of a friend that we have in common with each other. Right. So Tony, that guy Tony, said hello to me, so therefore it opened the door for us to say hi to Dean. That is correct. I have met Dean before, yes. Yeah, you, you, you probably met almost all these owners. Yes. Right? Yeah, pretty I much. Mean, yeah, most of them. Yeah, but I don't know, like, uh, you gotta have to, like, uh, you kind of have to do a suck-up situation in that spot. Like, what else are you gonna do? Like, you said congratulations on the hire. Yes. Which opened, he's like, yeah, we're very happy, very excited. And then you were like the guy, but the guy's weird. That's what you said. Well, yeah, well, he is. <laughs> Jim Harbaugh's like, dude's weird. Did you see him look up at his press conference? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a little goofy. It is a little goofy. <laughs> but he's a great football coach. Yeah, yeah. And it's bounced like, you know what, but I like it. I like his weirdness. He likes his quirkiness. Yeah, I like his quirkiness. Yeah, it's okay. It's fine. Yeah. I mean, we'll see how much he likes him in, in two years. And if he's 
living up to what you think they're going to live up to in two years. Like, you're going to the Super Bowl in two years. I said, give him two years. He'll be in the Super Bowl. That's what I said. I said it confident. I didn't do it like a, like a little kid. Type. I said, give, give him two years. He'll be in the Super Bowl. It's like, I like the way you, you know think, what you're kid. talking about. I like the I like the way you think, kid. And he right. gave me a little pat on the back, and then there I went. I'll tell you, I will room. say, because you had played at Summit Club this summer. Yeah. This past you summer. came out here for a Circa to Circa. What, what the hell? Uh, Circa, the, uh, the hotel that's uh, off the strip uh, with the uh, stadium swim. They put right. me up the whole thing. I have to say, you, you, you seem to be very comfortable at this club. Oh, right? yeah. Waltzed right in. Walked hey guys, right in. Hey guys, how you doing? There's yeah. Gio. Okay. Yeah, all right. Very good. Over here, guys. No, wrong turn. Clubhouse <laughs> over here. Yeah, I, I, I felt like uh, I'm right at home. Right at, <laughs> right at home. <laughs> Sit down, Wagyu sliders, little Casamigos, and uh, lemonade. It was a tremendous day. It was a tremendous day. <laughs> a tremendous I saw you put pictures out of your tremendous day on, uh, I had on to. X. I, I, and, and you know what? I and, and Instagram. I had not made an Instagram post. Since your golf tournament, okay. that's how long ago it's it's been. I don't I don't tend to do it a lot, and uh, this was this was important to me to put that out there because I wanted to I wanted to have a memory of it. You know, it's it's funny. I'm, I'm in this. I got sort of got shamed into this uh, Super Bowl box situation where it's a thousand dollars a box. I'll tell you how. So Mike Harris from UMG Nashville, who runs you know the Jordan Davis, Chris Stapleton, all of that, Luke Bryan. So he puts me and Jordan Davis on a three-way text message. And he goes, $1,000 a box, Super Bowl box. It's like, you in? And normally I would not do this. I mean, you're a big-time radio star. Yeah, but $1,000 for random numbers is not normally, you know, there's big payouts, obviously. But it's not normally something I would do. So I couldn't be like, you know, ah, I'll be the cheap guy because you know Jordan Davis is going to say yes. You could say, "Look, I don't have a Grammy. I don't have a number one hit song. I just show up and do my radio share right. every, show every day." Right. So then I got uh, <laughs> shamed into this. So he ends up uh, sending the the numbers last night. Not great. <laughs> not, not great. And uh, but I sent back in that text message like, all the pictures from from Summit Club, and I said for the for the first time. In our in our lives, I had a better day than Jordan Davis had. <laughs> and he goes, "You sure did, buddy. You sure did." It was a good day for you. Yeah, it good was good day for the Geo brand. I think so. And it could have gone horribly wrong. Yes, it could have. It could have been. It could have been terrible. I could have said the wrong thing in the Drew Barrymore show. I could have had a miserable day. It could have rained up <clears> in Summit Club. It could have been a mess. It could have fallen down and got bit by a scorpion or something. You know, it was amazing. It was fifty three degrees. We're thirty five hundred feet. You know, height level, and uh, it was gorgeous. Oh. I was like absolutely perfect to play in. Yeah, and when that sun came out, it was it was awesome, especially with all this rain that we had. That 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 sun beating on you, that that desert sun, just a different, just a different feel. And how many times, by the way, you were not kidding about that Bellagio fountain and the sounds that it makes. Yes. How many times did did poor Drew have to do another take off the prompter because the the fountains were blowing up behind us? Right. Either the fountains or a helicopter going on top. And she was like, "Look, and I'm an actress. I know that the sound can hear. So we got to stop now. And we got to restart again." I mean, yeah. we I, we thought we were going to be there for literally like 25, 30 minutes. Yeah. We ended up being there for over an hour and a half. Yep. Yep. That's right. She's like, all right, in our next story. (laughs) Oh, my God. All right, start it over again. Uh, All right, Boomer and Geo on the fan in CBS Sports Network.
Get Jerry back in here. Another update and moment of the day. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, we're Gio on the fan and CBS Sports <clears throat> Network. I mean, you guys don't like the win. You guys don't like logistics, do you? No, we, we love logistics. I'm I a don't. huge logistics guy. <laughs> I'm anti-logistics. I mean, I'm sitting here trying to talk to you guys about the different things (laughs) that we are doing over the next couple of days and moving around and then having to come back here on Monday morning after the Super Bowl. I don't don't think it's... I I understand that something has to be thought about, but I don't think it's as complicated. Okay, what time do you think we're getting out of the Super Bowl? Uh... Well, Al's leaving at halftime. <laughs> um, False, I, fake news. Don't believe. I don't. It. I don't know. I mean, we're you have you have to be on the air for the post game, and we're going to be walking back when the game ends. So, when does the game end? By sevenish out here. Okay, I so would think we'll probably be back at the hotel at uh, eight thirty. You want to say eight eight fifteen? Okay, right. So then we will go to sleep. We'll have all our bags packed and ready to go. Mm-hmm. And then we'll head over here. Yeah, how are we getting over here? I mean, I, uh, oh. get an Uber or... Well, Al, Jerry, and I have to leave probably about an hour earlier. I'll be in New York. Gone. Oh, hi, Jerry. Al and I. Yeah, I mean, I think there'll be Ubers at that all time. All right, you see, there's some logistics. Yeah. And, you know, the Super Bowl is ending. People are out partying. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We're gonna. <laughs> I mean, we're going to walk back to the hotel and go to bed. All right. Okay. What other options do we have? I don't yeah, know I don't know. That's right. what I'm saying. But I don't think any of you are really thinking about it. Well, I, I thought about it. I'm the you one I could see thinking about it. Yeah, because I mapped you, out. I don't a, see you thinking about no, it. I shut, my brain turns off when there's too many logistics that I don't have control over. Yeah, I know that. And I saw that at dinner the <laughs> yeah, other night. checked out. I, I, mapped exactly. a, I mapped the route from the, from the uh, hotel to the stadium. I mean, there has to be of a car available at... Oh, to get here? In yeah, Vegas, yeah. of course. Yeah. there will be. I mean, whatever it is. Maybe a disco party going on in the car. 
<laughs> from the driver. Mm-hmm. Right. But it'll yeah. be a car that'll get us here. Uh, all right, Jerry, what's going on with sports? Brought to you by the Farmer's Dog. Fresh, human-grade dog food delivered right to your door. And also brought to you by Jack Pocket. Order official state lottery games on your phone with Jack Pocket. Uh, one more time with the NFL sound as we then get into the basketball. We got the trade deadline today, so a lot going on. Uh, here's Patrick Mahomes played this earlier about, really, they're the bad guys now all of a sudden. People don't want to see them win. How do you deal with that? I just like winning. If, if you win a lot and, and that causes you to be a villain, then I'm, I'm okay with it. But at the end of the day, I'm going to enjoy playing the game and try to win as much as possible. Now, you would also think Andy Reid, who has a lot of success in Kansas City, it would get harder and harder. Yet, he seems to have the right recipe, and that is to be, well, kind of have fun and go out there and just play your game and don't worry about other people. We try to have fun within the intensity of the game uh, during the week. Uh, there's a time to focus in and a time to mess around. And when they mess around, they win. So good for them. Um, did you see the, so Jason and Travis Kelsey still did their new heights podcast. Yeah. I just saw before I came in here that they posted it. And, um, I guess Jason Kelsey is upset with the Swifties for propping up Travis. I, it was very confusing. The headline was very misleading. I don't I know if you saw that. it or not. I didn't see that. I saw Jason Kelsey at a blackjack table with Bert Kreisner, the comedian. Oh, yeah, yeah. Tom Segura, the comedian. Will Compton from Barstool Sports and Taylor Lewan, the also I think is from uh, the Titans. Barstool. Yeah, that from makes a- me think that Jason Kelsey is going to retire because he's not supposed to be a part of any casinos as an active player. Mm. Ooh! All right, let me ask you this: Is he under contract, or is uh, he a free agent? I I I don't know. I don't I don't know. Right? Would that matter then if he's not under contract? Well, I no. I think that if you're an active player, wait, uh, but you can't go to a casino as an active player in the off season. I don't think so. You sure about that? Because I remember I saw CeeDee Lamb down in the Bahamas playing blackjack. I don't think that was a big mm, deal, was I'm it? thinking around here during the Super Bowl, I think there was a, I don't know. Baby, you can't, you can't bet on sports, I don't think. But I think you can probably play blackjack. I okay. asked Al this question the other day. If Daniel Jones walked through the casino, would anybody stop him? Uh, yeah, of course. Maybe Saquon Barkley. No, yeah. <laughs> I don't mean Saquon Barkley. Barkley. Fan? No, yes. no, G- no GMs like, would stop him. Do you, think, <laughs> do you think he's recognized? Because we walk around and we see certain people, it's obvious who they are. Yeah. And I'm wondering if people would stop Daniel Jones or if he's just got that. If you're free- a giant fan and you're out here and you see Daniel Jones, yeah. of course. Fair. Okay. He is tall, too. In yes. person, he's big. He's yes. one of those guys you look at, like, that's got to be an athlete. Right. Anytime we see a guy who stands six foot four or bigger, yeah, what like, does he do? Yeah, athlete. Has to be. That is very true. We do do that. Um, Zoo, I'm going to skip the next two. I don't want to hear from these guys again. Uh, I want to go to Tony Pollard because I played this earlier. I, I know you guys don't find this fun. I find this interesting, just the fact uh, that he had no clue when he went on the Pat McAfee show that Dan Quinn left the Cowboys to become the new head coach of the Commanders. Did you just find out you lost your defensive coordinator? I just found out right now. Oh, hey, he's congratulations. Newsbreaker. Newsbreaker. Yeah, Dan yeah. Quinn's the head coach of Washington. Dan Quinn, head coach. Washington Commanders. Backwards hat show. How's he going to do? Yeah, I mean, I'm. I don't doubt Dan Quinn at all, and whatever he's doing, head coaching, defensing, defensive coordinator, whatever it is. Nice head coach is what it's going to be, and we'll see if Tony Pollard's still in the Cowboys next year. Don't know, but uh, Quinn now inside the division in Washington, as we know. Uh, NBA tonight, Knicks take on Dallas. Jalen Brunson questionable with the ankle. OG Ananobi has been ruled out. Here from a couple of days ago, this was Precious Achua, and this was even before the Ananobi news came out. I think we all thought he would 
might be back for this game, but he's not. This was Achua talking about how the depth is really being challenged because more and more injuries mean more and more players play. It just goes to show that, you know, guys are staying ready. And you know, regardless of what the outcome is, guys are just staying ready, you know, and once their name, name is called up, they're ready to step up and play. And you made the comment yesterday about how Harden and um, and Kyrie are playing so well in the Clippers and the Mavericks. Yeah, Kyrie has been great. Uh, Luka Doncic has been ridiculous. Uh, here is uh, Jason Kidd after they beat the Nets talking about the way those two are dealing with one another. I think the big thing is just the trust of this group uh, as we get healthy here um, with Kai and Luka. The more that they can spend uh, together on the floor, the better chance that we have at winning. Such a good team at that Kyrie Irving, isn't he? You oh, know, really? <laughs> he always has been. You know, oh, man. He's voted captain by his teammates. That's it, yeah. He gets the courage award every year. I mentioned the Nets. They play the Cavaliers tonight. So the Nets, who are still in the league, Boomer, they have not been jettisoned to the uh, the G League. Uh, they can help out your Knicks tonight if they can beat Cleveland because the Cavs right now a game ahead of the Knicks for second in the East. Cleveland 33-16. and 16. The Knicks have 33 wins, too, but played two more games and have the 18 losses on the season. Trade deadline is 3 p.m. We will see if the Knicks are active. Uh, also played these a few hours ago, too. This was Mets GM David Stearns on the uh, the John Heyman podcast called Foul Territory. That's the name of it. The first one was, are you planning on an extension for Pete Alonzo? And here's how Stearns answered that question. Pete's a really good player. Um, he's performed on a big stage here for a long time. Uh, I know that. We all know that. I know how important he is to our fan base. Yeah, I think what where we are right now, where Pete is, is is we're gonna uh, everyone's gonna focus on this year, and then next year at the end of twenty four, Stern says, then we'll take a look. Best thing for us is is for Pete to have a great year. The best thing for Pete is for Pete to have a great year, and and then we'll go forward from there. Um, but we're certainly, you know, we're we're certainly invested in trying to keep Pete a Met. Um, you know I'm hopeful okay. that that over time we'll be able to work that out. The other thing too, we were talking about this is when he came in, one of the first things he talked about was how he, meaning Stearns, lifelong Met fan as a kid. I think also Met fans heard that and thought he's going to lock this thing up. Yeah, I, I know that that has been the consensus from the Met fan, but the longer that this goes, the, the more right. dicey that it is. You know, who knows what's going to happen this season? But when you're not under contract, you haven't even gotten an offer yet. And I mean, the Aaron Judge, Brian Cashman, Yankees thing was, was the, the template for this. And he was pissed. How about this? The template is don't give him a contract offer and let him play out his season. And if he lives up to all the expectations and leads this team that nobody is expecting to go to the playoffs, then give him the money. Remember, you know, uh, Aaron Judge had that great year. And and uh, that's why basically the contract almost doubled from where it was at the beginning. And you remember the reason he got ticked off was because the Yankees leaked that contract. It wasn't even leaked. It was Brian Cashman just flat out said it yeah, in the yeah, press yeah. conference before opening day. Yeah. All right. So, and, and that was more annoying to Aaron Judge than anything else. Yeah. And he was pissed. And he was so pissed that he hits. But I did it there. So everybody was pissed at that moment. Right now, everybody's happy. Do you think, for real, does Evan keep the beard? He has to. <clears throat> He's well, got he no have choice. to do anything. I'm just he wondering if you think he, he will. He said that until he gets a contract. I guess today is the day that Sean Morash makes the uh, decision on what he's going to do with the show because that he won the pickleball right. match. But yeah, I mean, if he's he's got to keep it to the end of the season now, which is going to be hell for him having that big bushy beard in the summertime. But tough. And if he's not cutting his hair, ugh. 
If you're not, yeah, not cut. He's got to at least cut his hair. If he could trim that thing up and cut his hair, he'd be fine. Mm. I actually think he looks more like an adult now. I yeah. agree. I agree. I, Much I, more I mature. I don't think it it looks bad on him as long as he as long as he keeps it trimmed. It kind of it filled in nice. It's red. You know, he's got a he's got a different type of look. I think it works for him. Last night in the garden, the Rangers beat the Lightning. Willenberg from Norway, the ninth Norwegian to play in the National Hockey League. And that was Kenny Albert on TNT. They'd win 3-1. Jimmy Vesey scored the first goal, then added an empty net goal. You had uh, the 18 saves from Jonathan Quick, and the Blue Shirts beat Tampa by that 3-1 score. Here was Jacob Truba. That's another victory out of the All-Star break. We wanted to kind of pick up our game going, going through February and kind of close the, the January chapter. So uh, I thought uh, the third period was a, was a big step for us to do that. We let up one and never really uh, bend but don't break, I guess is the saying. Yeah, it's, it's big for a group to, to now, come out yeah. with two wins out of the break against two really good teams. Right, now 32-16-3. and three, And then one more from Peter Laviolette on the whole goalie deal with Quick and Shesterkin. There is no doubt who their main goalie is and will be. But Chesty's our guy. This was a chance for us to work with him, get some, he's with Benny, he gets more video, more reps, he can focus on his <clears> game and just getting, you know, really dialed in for a stretch run and a stretch push. It is as interesting that... I guess because he announced him as the starter yesterday, it was the first on the ice yesterday, that this was a topic pre-game as opposed to post-game, <clears> but he asked and yeah, answered. Yeah, but it's, a, it's, a, it's because of TSN, it's because of TNT, mm. it's because of everything else that is being said about the Rangers from a national perspective that this now becomes a local story. Obviously, for us Ranger fans, you know, we're following it, and we like what uh, Jonathan Quick has done for the team. We want him to play. But everybody's got to be careful about, you know, okay, who's number one, who's not number one. Hey, Shesterkin's paid as a number one goalie. Shesterkin is one of the best in the world, as Jonathan Quick has said. And Shesterkin's got to find his game here the second half of the season if the Rangers are going to have any shot at winning a Stanley Cup. All right, so the Lightning lose last night to the Rangers. Tonight they take on the Islanders, and you've got the Devils playing <clears throat> the Flames. Time now for Moment of the Day, brought to you by <clears throat> Casamigos Tequila. Casamigos Tequila, brought to you by those who drink it. <laughs> So you had a guest this morning. I don't know that we expected him, but uh, maybe you talked to him. And Peter Schwartz sat in this very seat. And while you were going over his week and his plans and everything he had going on, uh, an interesting thought came up because he's a very large man and Al's a very, well, tall, thin man. Nice shirt. Thank you. Appreciate very, it. It's very big. I had help picking it out. <laughs> I wonder if like, if we put that on Al, what that would look like. <laughs> do you have a t-shirt on underneath I it? do, a Jets t-shirt. Okay, would you would you be okay with taking the shirt sure. off and handing it to Al? Sure. Hold on. <laughs> see, Al, let's see what it looks like if you put the shirt on. Is that right, Al? Yeah, that's good. Yeah. That is a yes. should, I, should I take that off my a, hoodie? That's an enormous I shirt. I don't think okay. you need to. <laughs> he said, should he take off the hoodie? Look, he doesn't even unbutton the buttons. Just pulls it over his head. It's, it's a this is a giant shirt. It is a giant that, like it's a purple and white and I guess black, I think, striped shirt, right? <laughs> to what yeah. Al looks like yep. here. All right. So the, now <laughs> Peter is now handed the parachute to Al Dukes. Right. <laughs> and he's, he's putting it on. <clears throat> <laughs> looks, like, looks like Ben McAdoo. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, like Tom Hanks in Big when he turns into the kid? Yes. That's what it looks like. Oh, oh my God. Oh, that is tremendous. That is tremendous. <laughs> Good, Al.
There you go. Like well, I know it's more paint uh, something. I know it's more. It's like a smock. It's like a smock. Like a smock. <laughs> Very funny though. Right. Very funny. Uh, yeah, it was uh, definitely. You got to check that out. If I don't know if we put a a picture uh, out there on uh, on X or anything like that, but uh, or watch CBS Sports Network. Oh, by the way, we are on uh, regular CBS right now. Yes, you are. The Drew Barrymore show is running right now. Oh, there you go. Yeah, that that's uh, that's very cool. I I love the fact too that like. Peter Schwartz is over there, radio row grinding, talking to all these losers, you know. And that, like, the one guest we have here is Peter Schwartz. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he's part of our family. No, I know. It's just, yes. it's just like the the difference in what what the, the traditional radio is over there and what what we're doing here. So, well, we're lucky. Different. We don't have to be over in that madness. You're right. Very, very uh, fortunate. I wouldn't want it any other way. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Oh, yeah. All right, Boomer Geo on the fan and CBS Sports Network. You know what? Let's let's get Stephen Waldron here. There's a couple of questions I got to ask him. One with the Camus, because he was a part of that. Yeah. And also his he had like the, the nutso day of all nutso days. So like, well, like, why not? We're here the last couple of minutes of the show. Let's get Stephen in here. Uh, Stephen, come on in. Come on in. Stephen Waldron of CBS. If you've never seen him before, he just had the disembodied what voice. What is going on with the check shirt today? That's all I want to know. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I I don't know. Hello, Stephen. Hello. Let me get on my mark here. Get get on your mark. Uh, so, uh, first of all, tell me the story about how, how you guys were drinking somebody else's Camus last night. Well, we were out to eat. Nice place. Uh, the alarm starts going off. And they first said it, it was this is a test. But then they came back and said this is the real thing. We need to evacuate you. So we went outside. We took our drinks. We was on the street. Then they bring us back in. We sit down. They say, we're going to comp your bill. Well, that's very nice of you. Oh, wow. And then we're like, oh, can we get another uh, another round? It's like, sure, but you're going to have to pay for it. I'm like, that's fine. <laughs> and then, <laughs> so then, but before this all happened, the a large family sat down next to us and ordered two bottles of that Camus. Camus, a very expensive oh, yes. wine, yeah. And then... As, as soon as they got it, they poured it, and then the arm went off. They took us out. So it was like untouched. Sean <laughs> Kennedy just broke the entire studio behind <laughs> yes. you. But anyway, so, go ahead. Two bottles of untouched uh, well, canvas the, the, that was the first, open. The first bottle was poured out into the glasses, respectively. <clears throat> and, um, uh, which, and the other bottle was unopened. So we went after the, the poured. <laughs> Oh, I see. So you took the glasses with the with the poured wine. Yeah, and put them into our glasses. <laughs> <laughs> now is that is, oh that is unbelievable. Is that a sleeve spot? Or no, definitely. No. A, that's what do you oppor- mean? That's opportunistic. Yes, opportunistic. You don't know if somebody actually drank. 
Did you know if anybody drank Sean's anything? idea was to inspect the glass for lip marks first. <laughs> okay, okay. So we did that. Uh, we're, no one is no no one is watching us. We were literally the only people that actually had the the uh, respect to come back in in case and not ditch your bill. So what happened to the other? What happened? To Nobody the other ever bottle? came back in. Did you take the bottle or did you no, just leave no, it there? See, oh. if you would have done that, that would have been ridiculous because they could have sold that bottle to somebody else. They just lost out on all the money from the people that Correct. were in there because they comped everybody's Correct. meals because of that. So yes. for them, it was early that in the day. Been a total sleaze spot if you took that bottle of Camus. It was early in the day, so it really wasn't that. Yeah, Sean Kenny said they poured the glasses right up to the but, brim but of the famous. They had a second evacuation, correct? Correct. And then they comped that. So they they charged us for another round, and then they said, "We'll take care of this for you as well," because they had made us leave again. Oh, that's too yeah. bad for them, though. Yeah, I know that yeah. sucks. Yeah, I was gonna say the, the nice little tip because we love to tip the Boomer and Geo crew. We always know yeah, absolutely yeah. the right time. We made it to a tip. We, we made it a point to find her on the street. So. Okay. All right. Yes. All right. There you go. I will say, hanging out with you guys, the hardest thing is like looking at me. Like, are we tipping? Do we tip? Do we tip? You did that. You did that to me again yesterday. Well, Jerry is right. Yesterday was so confusing about what to do and what not to do with the tipping. I was so confusing because there was one guy I was sure that we were going to tip hundred percent. You're like, nope, not nope. I was like, what do you mean? Not not at that moment. Not until the end of the day, which I did. Oh, all right. And all you right. had said, am I allowed to tip you guys? Yeah, so I asked them because I said a lot of private clubs what did he do? will not allow the people that work at those clubs to accept tips. I don't know. Every club is a little bit different. Yeah, yeah, right. You know, I mean, you do pay a lot of money to join these clubs and then keep the clubs afloat by, you know, having your monthly, you know, your monthly stipend, whatever it is. Right. But the, the point being is that, you know, you always take care of the caddy no matter what. hundred percent. Yeah. And what you guys did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine. The guys that I was talking about, the guys that took our clubs out of the, the truck and then put the truck, you know, clubs back in the truck. Right. Then I went over and tipped them. Right. And I did ask him, I said, are you guys allowed to accept tips? And the guy goes, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, here you go. Well, how about, but here's the thing. I don't think the bartender and the guy who brought us the, the same. Nah, that's a little different story. That's, that's See, internal. it's confusing. Internal, external. So I think the guys that stand outside, the caddies, those guys make, they don't make nearly as much money as the people inside. Oh, okay. All right. So I guess I'm sort of understanding this now. I mean, I always thought I knew the tipping rules. Now I'm so confused now, especially after that experience. That was, Jerry was, his mind was completely blown. Plus Al doesn't like to tip anybody, including uh, flying, uh, flight attendants. All I wanted someone to like wear a button that says, I get tipped. Or I'm all for tipping. I just don't know who gets tipped and who doesn't anymore. It's so confusing. Just And how much yeah, is just appropriate. Just charge me whatever it is. Whatever yeah. you're well, supposed well, let to. Let me just ask you this question. So we fly out here. Yeah. And how many cocktails did you have? Let's say five. Okay. So that person is dealing with you, going back and forth. And it's not just you. It's It seemed like she spent a lot of time... With the with you guys at the back of the plane, I would disagree with that. No, I I would not. I I just I kept seeing her walking back there. All right, <clears throat> and, and she always had a drink in her hand, or three drinks, or four drinks, because the five of you in the back of that plane decided, you know, we're getting hammered on our way to Vegas. That this we did. Where yeah. We're gonna where we're gonna start our trip. Yep. So the point being is that she doesn't. She makes good money, but not great money. But she's for five and a half hours. She's taking care of you. Right, but the pilot also took care of us and makes good uh, it money. Makes a lot more money. 
Well, how do we know that? We're we're not free with how much money we all make. How would we know what a wait? What you, know, a, you know that a pilot makes a lot more money know, than I, a flight attendant. Right, correct. But I don't know what the flight attendant for that makes compared to a flight attendant at United, and we don't tip them. Yeah, but this person solely was working on the back of the plane with you guys all <laughs> the entire flight. I, you, a flight attendant on a United may come by and give you like a little bucket of peanuts and some coffee or something once. Yeah. Yes. What about the, the everybody in the front of the plane? They they tipped. Was I, I'm assuming they did. I'm not sure. Oh, okay. Mm. All right. All right. An assumption. You don't know. We don't know. Uh, Stephen, one last I'm thing. I'm responsible for them. I'm responsible <laughs> for you guys. That's fair. It's a good answer. <laughs> so, uh, Stephen, yesterday you were just a ball of anxiety, and it was just spewing all over us. You called me 15 times. And, we were okay, waiting I have for a Boomer. reason behind that. And then you put us in this golf cart that we don't need to go. He could have dropped us off right at the set. And we're in this golf cart and cameras in our they face. They had it all planned out and mapped out. Okay, we're going to pick him up there. We're going to drive him to this corner. I'll meet you at this corner, and, we'll, and I'll escort them to the set. I mean, you put on a, a sport coat. Sure did. And you were sweating through it. I mean, you were a mess yesterday. Oh, it was good. It was a good mess. You were a mess. Look at you. You just couldn't wait to get into the middle of the picture, too. <laughs> yeah. You you actually pulled me into the middle. I, I did, <clears> because <throat> I was like, that's, you were, you had, this was a big deal for you. So I said, Stephen, get in there. Mm. Get in there. Get close to Drew, will you? Well, I'd like to think it, <clears throat> it all went well, so it was all worth it. Yeah. No, but you were, I mean, do you understand when you get, when you're me and you get 45 phone calls from you, how that could be a little bit annoying? Oh, you like talking to me. Yeah, you know what's amazing you know, watching? Fine, but like you're making me nervous. What's, what's amazing is watching two of the most anxiety ridden people that I know in my life dealing with each other. Because that's what that was. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, it was back and forth. They didn't add, add Al to the mix, too. That's what it's got the holy trinity. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> man, oh, man. They were all good people over there. Oh, no, they were great. And uh, Al wanted to know too, like you were talking to Tracy Wolfson, like you knew her for. for I had met, I'd met her before. Oh, okay. He, not not often. I, I don't see her often, but we had met before. Because I'd asked you, you go, "Oh, I just met her." No, no, I said met uh, was before. Okay, but they probably, were, a, probably a radio road previous year. That's, that's they were talking like they had gone to college together. <laughs> like that's how I that's how I interpreted their two, relationship. Two friendly people. And, and as Al said, "Who wants to talk to Stephen Walter for that long?" <laughs> <laughs> he said that I on the air, know. by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not dying. I got a lot to say, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes, I know. Uh, yes. All right, Stephen. Good stuff. Right. I'm proud of you. Thank All you. All right. You did, you did a nice job yesterday, even though that uh, you were making me sick. Well, you called me 50 times in the car, but uh, but he, it all it all worked. It all worked. Out. But, but by the way, you know, coming into this trip, you had all this anxiety about getting things right. Yeah, so far so good. No, yeah, but, not I, one issue. I, it's like I I was I had a, a skin. I was a shed like a like a snake yesterday after everything went well. Okay, and everything went well. Good movement. I you know everywhere perfect. I had to be, I got to I got there on time. It worked out. It was yes. just perfect. So I spent a good seven or eight days. Um, dreading absolutely nothing. And I'll, I will not learn a lesson from this. No. I will do the same thing the next time. Yeah, but the one thing that your anxiety gave you was the ability to focus in on something so you could get it done. That That is true. That's the one positive about that. Uh, yes, that's one positive. Like, I just, I was locked in. There was no way that that day was going to get screwed up. And it turned out to be a great day. Yes. Best day ever. Best yeah. day ever. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. 
It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 